Yo, what's up, mi gente? You are listening to Brown Raíces, where ya tú sabes, we talk about the rich Chicanx culture and history, discuss the issues affecting brown communities, and where we explore badass, groundbreaking Chicanx and Latinx literature. Before we begin, I want to say gracias for listening to this podcast. Whether you are walking, driving, at the bus stop, on the bus, haciendo quehaceres, whatever you're doing, thank you for listening. I am your host, Jesse Rubio, and today we are continuing our conversation on the Chicano movement. Last week was part two of the Chicano movement. We talked about the role of Cesar Chavez and Dolores Huerta and how the United Farm Worker Union unfolded as the years went by, as well as the outcomes of the great strike and boycott. If you have not listened to part one and two, I encourage you to go check it out. If you have listened already, you get Chingonex points. Today, we are going to continue the conversation, but from a different perspective, from the Chicano art perspective. Sin más rodeos, let's get into it. As we already know, the Chicano movement emerged in the late 1960s and early 1970s. Through the Mexican-American farm workers' strike and boycotts, many other forms of expression surged as a result. The movement encompassed various forms of artistic expression, including visual arts, murals, theater, literature, music, and performances. The art within the movement sought to reclaim and assert the cultural and historical identity of Mexican-Americans. We already know that people of color did not have control over the media and the narratives that were told. Black and brown people have historically been portrayed as second-class citizens, subhuman, ignorant, without a voice, and only as a force of labor. To challenge this, Chicanos in the movement resorted to art, to challenge stereotypes and address issues of social inequality and marginalization. In the last episode, I tapped a little into the, the creation of the Teatro Campesino or Farm Workers Theater. During the pilgrimage from Delano to Sacramento, Luis Valdez played a big role in Chicano theater and performance. He gave farm workers an artistic space to express themselves in the fields and on picket lines. And in turn, they became more confident, empowered, better leaders, mobilizers, and organizers of the movement. Luis Valdez is a highly influential Chicano figure who aimed to use theater as a means of social commentary and empowerment. The skits farm workers perform explore themes of labor rights, social injustice, discrimination, and cultural identity. Luis Valdez is a chingon. He contributed to bridging the gap between art and activism. His most known play, Zoot Suit, gained widespread recognition, which became a huge cultural milestone for the raza. It was first performed by Teatro Campesino in 1978 and was later adapted for Broadway in 1979. Luis Valdez is a badass Chicano, and his work has inspired generations of Chicano artists and activists to use theater as a means of cultural expression, social critique, and community mobilization. Another significant group within the Chicano art movement was the Royal Chicano Air Force. RCAF. 
founded in Sacramento, California, by sons and daughters of farm worker immigrants, Jose Montoya, Esteban Villa, Juanishi Viorosco, Juanita P. Ontiveros, and Ricardo Favela. They merged art and activism together to make a political statement and at the same time empower the raza. I don't know about you, but I think that is just badass. The Royal Chicano Air Force was known for the vibrant murals that adorned public spaces and community centers. Their murals convey powerful messages of Chicano identity and resistance that stand the test of time. Inspired by Los Tres Grandes Pintores de México, Diego Rivera, José Clemente Orozco, y David Alfaro Siqueiros, as well as Frida Kahlo, the RCAF painted murals, posters, and graphic art that included the indigenous roots of Chicanos. Their art exhibited the double colonization of the Mexican people by the Spanish and Anglos. They painted about the historical events such as La Revolución and iconic figures like Emiliano Zapata and Pancho Villa. They revealed social issues that were relevant to the Chicano movement and portrayed farm workers, the farm worker union Black Eagle, Huelga posters, and placed Cesar Chavez in their paintings to show respect, solidarity, and to foster a sense of pride and belonging among Chicanos. For most of the movement, the Royal Chicano Air Force played a hugely important role in making the huelga known. They printed countless posters, banners, and paintings for the UFW. In a documentary titled Royal Chicano Air Force, Art and Activism, which, again, I encourage all of you to watch, Paul Chavez, who is Cesar Chavez's son, said, What the RCAF did is it got art and took it out of the galleries and put it into the barrios, and we'll always be grateful for that. Art expresses what is going on in a community, the quotidian life, the struggles, the history, the roots, the pride, the sense of belonging and cultural awareness. That is what Chicano art does. It embraces everything and portrays it in a painting so that the community can see and relate to it. At the same time, people become more knowledgeable of their roots. The RCAF played a powerful role in Sacramento, but we also see murals and paintings all over East LA, South Central LA, San Diego, and major cities like Chicago. San Diego's Chicano Park was established in 1970 after community members and artists occupied a vacant lot under San Diego Coronado Bridge. They transformed the space into a vibrant park filled with murals that depict history like the Mexican Revolution, and struggles for civil rights. Similarly, in East L.A., murals became a powerful tool for cultural expression and community building. The Chicano Moratorium, a massive anti-war demonstration, which was held in 1970, was marked by the creation of several murals that showcased the Chicano community's contribution to the anti-war movement and their struggles against police brutality and discrimination. Chicago also saw the emergence of Chicano art during this time, with artists using public spaces to create murals that celebrated Mexican-American heritage and culture. The Pilsen neighborhood became a hub for Chicano art, with murals that depicted the struggles of Mexican-Americans against poverty, violence, and discrimination. Sin duda, Chicano art 
had a profound impact on the broader art world, challenging the dominant narratives and styles of the time. It brought attention to the unique cultural and historical experiences of Mexican Americans and inspired a generation of artists to explore and express their own identities and struggles. Artists in the Royal Chicano Air Force say that to be a Chicano is to be American and brown. To me, to be a Chicana is also that. It is to accept and embrace both identities as Mexican and American, while rejecting boldly assimilation and the melting pot of this country. Like the song Mexico Americano goes, Yo soy de la raza de oro. Yo soy Mexico Americano. That brings us to the end of this Brown Raices episode. I hope you enjoyed learning about the Chicano movement from the art perspective and the contribution of Mexican-American artists within the movement. I invite you to look up the Royal Chicano Air Force and Luis Valdez. Tune in to our episode next week where we will talk about the Chicano blowouts of 1968. We will talk about students and their protest against unequal conditions in education within LAUSD high schools. Don't forget to follow on Instagram at Brown Raices. And if you like this episode, make sure you share it with your familia and friends. Hasta la próxima!